Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh. Was I singing with the mic on? Oh, well, what do you do? What do you do, guys? Uh, welcome back to the show. Donna and Steve, producer Holly Roberts, joining us for the remainder of the program. Now, this is, this is really something. Holly and I, when I first started at My Talk, I feel like there were a few different times that we were working on shows together. And there were, there were a few shows that we co-hosted together. Including the morning show, I think. But that was like my early iteration of my talk, Holly, is is very, very much I'm thinking of Holly Roberts because I feel like we were just, I was uh, floating around her when I was just starting to get my foot in the door here. Sure. Yes, just like a satellite orbiting around. Yes. Yeah, we did do the morning show together a few times. Yes. You know, I'm just here. Little this, little that. Yeah. Just throw me in Holly wherever. never goes home. She's got like she's got a bedroom here, and she knows how to do everything too. Like she, Holly, what you don't know about Holly, uh, my talkers, is there will be emails that go around about very non on air things, just like logistical things, worky mm-hmm. things, production, and Holly will jump in there very assertively. Like you, she seems to understand a lot of things that, frankly, I don't. But yet many things remain a mystery. <laughs> funny, funny how that goes. <laughs> well, we're glad you uh, chose to be with us today. Ah, uh, yes. We could use the help. Thank you. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Man. Dolly Parton is just the gift that keeps on giving. Mm. Yesterday, the Vanderbilt University Medical Center, which is located in Nashville, announced that the country music legend once again donated $1 million. Wow. This time for pediatric infectious disease research. So the the funding is going to help advance the hospital's leading studies on the causes of disease, understanding resistance to antibiotics, preventing and treating infections in children with cancer. Um, that's amazing. Uh, her previous support to the, that type of research, uh, they say, and also their pediatric cancer program has already saved countless lives. Wow. So they're making a lot of uh, headway in that type of research. Don't forget in 2020, she donated $1 million, uh, $1 million, which was used to fund research for the Moderna um, vaccine for COVID. Right, I forgot. Yes. Um, also, she is, um, she talks about her native Tennessee Smoky Mountains. Mm. 
and how and and she did an article, I believe, in National Geographic. It was where she talks about the vegetation, the wildlife, um, the needs to protect it from climate change. And I love this quote. She says, we should pay more attention. We're just mistreating Mother Nature. That's like being ugly to your mama. We need to take better care of the things that God gave us freely. She did that. Her um, Dollywood Foundation raised $700,000 for Middle Tennessee for flood victims. Remember that? Wow. Uh, she's well, also got, yes. And, and don't forget about her Imagination Library project. Uh, she established that in 1995. They just give books to kids. They've uh, donated 170 million books to children under five. And that is because her dad was illiterate. And that was what, you know, inspired her to do this, to get kids reading early. Hmm. She's amazing. I just love her. And I wanted to share that because she is an American treasure. And that that little girl who portrayed her in Coat of Many Colors, right? So good. Yes. So good. Oh, my gosh. The uh, Dolly Parton. TV movie. It was, it was made for TV, right? Yeah. And it was good. I mean, it was a good movie. Yeah. Um, and that little girl, I think she's a soap opera regular. I think oh, she's on one right? of the soaps. I don't know which one. Remember Maybe that the Young and the Restless? soap opera that came on after Days of Our Lives for a while? Passions. Passions. Oh, remember Passions? <laughs> My goodness. Passions had some wild stuff going on. That is what you want out of a soap opera. Yeah. Just going all over, over the place. Over the top, like when, uh, you know, Marlena was possessed Demon by possessed. the devil. Yes. yes. Yeah. If you're going to go in, go all the way in. Yeah. Passion seems like it was, it was working on about a third of the budget that the other soaps were. And no soap opera gives <laughs> off the vibe like we have broken the bank for, no, you know, this. I mean, they're, they're putting it out daily. As, yes. But Passions, man, they just came in. They came in like the spunky cousin late to the family reunion. Like, oh, can we do a soap too? All right, let's do some stuff. And yeah. it's just always a little, little strange. Yeah. There were a lot of, so- gosh, I'm trying to remember. I used to watch The Doctors, Another World, Days, oh, yeah. General Hospital. Damn, there was a time when soap operas were so hot. And I know people who watch them today, two yeah. of my friends. Rumi records Days of Our Lives. Does he? Yes. What sort of a, a soap opera recorder is he? Does he sit and watch the whole thing? Or does he, for instance, just care about the Marlena storyline? Because you can I'm pick and choose. I'm not sure. I never really brought it up. I'm like, he's like, yeah, I'm just going to record my soap. I'm like, okay. I'm glad he didn't say my serial <laughs> or my story, as my mother would say. I'm watching my story. Wait. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man. Anyway, uh, so there's that. Um, and I'm sure Dolly has more stuff in the works as far as like TV projects. I bet for Christmas, she'll do like sure. a Smoky Mountain Christmas or something. Yeah, seems to not be slowing down. Good for her. But what a legacy, though, doing all that great work and being very active mm-hmm. in a variety of different ways. So kudos to her. Um, the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert happening in Los Angeles is rounding out its lineup. It's now going to include Miley Cyrus. Gene Simmons is going to be there. The Foo Fighters announced the lineup for, of course, uh, their late drummer, Taylor Hawkins. Um, this sounds like a away. party. Yeah, I think that's the vibe that they're going for yeah. because he passed away suddenly while they were on tour. It was an overnight yeah. situation in a hotel. And uh, so they had to cut the tour short and just you know grieve and take yeah. time away. Uh, here's some of the other names that will be there. Miley Cyrus, Joan Jett, Alanis Morissette, Gene Simmons, Motley Crue bassist Nikki Six, hmm. 
and uh, Queen guitarist Brian May. Wow. All scheduled to be a part of the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert in L.A. There's another concert happening uh, September 3rd. That L.A. one is happening on the 27th of September. September 3rd is going to be in London. And that lineup includes Liam Gallagher of Oasis. Hmm. He and his brothers still don't get along, right? I know. It's real sad. Uh, Chrissy Hind of The Pretenders. Fine. Uh, okay. And uh, Dave Chappelle is going to be there it's as well. Chapel. <laughs> Tickets for both of those shows. Uh, go on sale tomorrow morning at Ticketmaster.com. I haven't had a chance to talk to you about this, Donna, but I just want you to know that I haven't forgotten about Triceraptus. Damn it. Your Triceratops oh. confusion oh. from last week. Steve, tell me. No, tell me about this. Holly, okay. Oh, this me. is great. Okay, Holly, you stay Keep right Holly there. Holly out of it. Holly, you're in it now. No. And, yes. And you will never be able uh. to unhear this. We'll reset some of the comedy that took place uh, as Donna broke down dinosaurs live on the air. Uh, that and some other intro. Oh, we're going to get into some pharmacy news is yeah, what Donna's title is. Yeah. news. Pills for uh, weight loss. We're going to tell you about them. Apparently it's a breakthrough. That next, Donna and Steve. Good morning. Welcome back, you guys. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Woohoo! Well, I had a pharmaceutical, uh, in you know, a pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical segment to share with everybody, and it was good news. But Steve just has to hijack, yeah, to make a fool out of me. Yeah. So Donna's gonna do like um, stereotypical. 90s radio. There's a diet pill, and this one really works. She's going to talk to us about diet pills in a moment. Okay, smoothie. Donna. Anyway, you remember Slim Fast? Yeah, yeah. Tommy Lasorda. Oh, yeah. Lost 11 pounds on that. Yeah. My mom used to just pound Slim Fast. What was it? Have uh, have one for breakfast, have a sensible lunch. And then one for dinner. Yeah. Sensible dinner. Sensible dinner. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sensible dinner. Slim Fast. They still making money? Are they are they shuttered? Is that? What do you, don't ask us follow up questions to your <laughs> about nineties companies. They're probably still around, but now it's probably more protein forward. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. That's exactly right. Anyway, we'll get to uh, diet pills in a moment, but first we need to make sure that Holly is up to speed. And if anybody Thank missed you. it last week, it was one of the greatest moments in my nearly five years with Donna on the air. Donna was reading facts about dinosaurs ahead of the release of Jurassic World Dominion. Which did bang up business at the box office. Critics panned it, but people still went and saw it. She's reading through different dinosaur facts. And she gets to... Holly, do you remember the the dinosaur from the original Jurassic Park that spit the like venom in Newman's eyes? The, yeah, the Dilophosaurus. The, uh-oh, Donna, this is bad for you. Uh, yes, the Dilophosaurus. Now, Donna paused a little bit before reading that. She said it, and she was like, I think that's right. And we were like, yeah, I think that's right. Dilophosaurus is not on the Mount Rushmore of dinosaurs. No, it's JV League. However, the next one that she was going to talk about certainly was on the Mount Rushmore of dinosaurs. So she's reading this, and then she said, and I had told her it was a safe place, and I want to call myself out. I immediately made it a very hostile environment after I heard what she said. She said, I don't know how to pronounce this one. And I said, just give it a shot. She paused. And then she said, Triceraptus? And I said, do you mean Triceratops? And she did. 
And Aww. she apparently didn't know it. And I did it. say, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she owned up. She, as I said Aww. the word that little children say as they learn Aww, some of the basic yeah. dinosaurs, she realized what it was. But there were people who were emailing us saying that they could not stop laughing at their desk. It was all they were thinking about. They were writing it down. I will never think of uh, think of a Triceratops without thinking of Donna confidently giving her best foot forward. It saying, wasn't confidently. It was definitely not confidently. Yes. So Donna oh, learned but, something last week. But now week. you know, right? Now you know it's a Triceratops. I sure do. No Hoss. better, do better. That's right. Listen, I once mispronounced constitution and said constituition. But you were in the, but when you I said was reading it, cold copy and was like, what is it? And all of a sudden the word looked foreign. I was like, constit, con, constit. And I looked at my co-host and I go, what is that word? He goes, constitution. Oh, man. Oh. Look, we all have those words, For though, sure. that we read. And yes. we don't say out loud right. for fear that we're just going to fumble it. And it's too late now. I know. It's too late it's now. Too late. It's out there. It's live radio. Yeah. And here's the thing. I know I've read that word a thousand times. Just sometimes your brain just jumbled the letters, I think. It, on you. Yeah, it turns on you. Uh, listen, you're. I tried to say Matamida. I practiced it in my office over and over at the computer at Twin Cities Live. And when it was time to say it on the teleprompter, I said Mahatmadi. And still <laughs> and I still have to slow down every time. Yeah. If that city comes up, or even if I'm telling the story, I have to make sure I'm saying it the correct way. Like right. that I can differentiate the two. Because I feel like I could be confused. That's it. That's like you. Triceratops, Triceraptus. You'll be back and forth on that the rest of your life. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I can't guarantee that I will never get that wrong again because I'm not a dinosaur person. I know, but it is pretty I, Mine phonetic, stopped Donna. at Dino on the Flintstones. That's where my knowledge of dinosaurs is. <laughs> Funny that you say Dino because I... Uh, dino? Was, I, dino. <laughs> well, no, I was reading uh, Lino Lakes and I called it Lino Lakes and then somebody immediately emailed me. As I was on the news, midday news. Oh, no. It's Lino. It's not like Dino, the dinosaur. Can I tell you, I don't have the heart to correct my husband when he says shake a pee. Oh, no. <laughs> I just is don't. he from here? No. Okay, that's okay. I just let it roll. That is very sweet of you, Holly. Uh, yeah. I just, you know, How long have you been married, though? How long have you been married, though? Well, I've known him for eight years. And I just let it roll. Just let it roll. Yeah, I guess if it hasn't happened by now, because there is a point in most relationships, maybe not all, where it goes from wanting to be sweet and caring and thoughtful to you're licking your chops. You're like, oh, why you Wait say, say that pounce. word one more time? <laughs> yeah, just say it like you said it. Say, Here, I'm going to record on my phone. That's, that's you and I that's doing exactly that regularly. Right. I mean, we're just waiting to pounce. And I almost you know? let Triceraptus slide. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But then I just thought, that's crazy. Because <laughs> Triceratops is a very straightforward phonetic word. Yeah. Now you're making me feel bad because you're not even fighting back Remember anymore. Remember when I talked about turbulence in the plural? Sure. The, you had trouble. Yeah. You thought that if if you were on a plane and it went bump, 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 that there you would There were say, turbulence. Like, like the plural of turbulent. Yes. Right. But yes, you would just reference turbulence, almost like you would reference wind. Me go bye-bye. No, Don't you have to stay around. Tell us about diet All pills. Right. Pharmacy news. All right, here's pharmacy <laughs> news. Yes. We got to get an intro for that. Yeah. Okay, no, this might be really good news. If you can uh, take a pill instead of going on a diet and it was totally healthy, would you do it? Yes. Okay, so it might not be a hypothetical much longer because researchers at Stanford and Baylor think they've identified a molecule that prevents us from feeling hungry. Uh, They found that working out sends a signal to our brain that tells us we don't need to eat right now. And if they can make the molecule in pill form, it could help you lose weight without even trying. Now, it still might be years before this hits the market, but they're pretty confident about the science. They found the same compound was present in mice after they exercised and also racehorses. And they tested the theory in mice and gave them a high dose of the stuff. And the ones that they gave it to still had the same amount of energy, but ate half as much. I just saw something recently Hmm. where all the sharks on Shark Tank are went in for the first time ever. Every shark went in to um, it it was another like appetite suppressant Hmm. that. Every single one of them is backing. And I saw it popped up on like one of my feeds and I'm like, what is this? And I looked and I'm like, oh, well, it would have a lot of great health benefits if you could shut the hunger off so that you're not eating all the junky stuff. And to that research's point, anecdotally, I bet everyone who just heard that think of the last time you were mid workout and thought, oh, I could really go for a hoagie. Never. You never think that. Right. It's like that part of your brain is shut off. Is shut off. Yeah. I have that big beef and cheddar after I do the squat set. Yes. (laughs) We we have the meats. Uh, Never think that. I just want to tell you guys also, the FDA on Monday approved a drug to treat severe alopecia, which causes baldness in more than 300,000 Americans every year. I'm sure you can Google that or we could link up that study for you and you could find it on our um, on our website. When we come back, we're going to play a little game, College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We need a caller, though. Give us a call right now, 651-641-1071, and you could win a fabulous prize. Guys, we need a caller. College of Pop Culture Knowledge about to go down. I think it's tied. I think it's tied again. I'll double check that. But 651-641-1071. Either bet on me, bet on Steve. If you bet correctly, you'll win a fabulous prize. What are you doing? Call us. 651-641-1071. In the meantime, this is time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Our 
our host is actually Holly Roberts, who is getting a caller as we speak. Uh, Steve, while you were gone, yeah. we tied it up 16 to 16. All right. Does that mean Matt did well for me then? He won. I think he won one. Yes. He won yesterday. He won he yesterday. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Way to go, okay. Matt. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Team Steve. Yeah. Hoo, hoo. Can't wait to hear what the topic is. Uh, who do we have on the line here, Holly? Uh, we have Jay on the line. Hey, Yay. Jay. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience. How are you today? Hi, hey, Jay. Jay. Doing great. All right. Hello, how are you guys doing? We're great. Jay, we're just chilling, man. What's next in your day after you hopefully win a prize here in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge? What are you doing next? Uh, just going around uh, to my customers, making sure they're all happy. Nice. What right. do we ask them? Well, what line of work are you in? Uh, field sales for uh, HD Supply. Nice. Nice. Yes, you got to service oh, okay, the customers. Yeah, great. Donna, in sales, yep. it's not just about closing the deal. That's step one. That begins the relationship right. with your client. All right, so way to true, go, Jay. Uh, Jay, you and I were obviously blood brothers. We get each other. We're best <laughs> friends. Donna's also here. Who would you like to team up with in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge? What's our topic, Holly? Our topic today is Corey Feldman's 51st birthday. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, Jay, who would you like? Steve. Yep. All right. Good call. And uh, Steve, I, I have one thing to ask, tell you. Yeah. You mentioned something about a rat game at a fair you used to have back in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes, an albino rat game. Go on. Yep. We, uh, I was up in Hugo at their, their festival last weekend, and they had the same exact thing there. I had people reach out to me and say, it's essentially it's a game called Fat Albert that I grew up with at my small town carnival growing up. And he would ring a bell, and then this little rat would go out, and then you would place your money on different colors. And if the rat yep. went into the hole on the board that was corresponded with your color, you would win a prize. It was very redneck, very like small town vibes. And I heard from multiple people. Did you play it when you were up at the fair? Oh yeah. Oh, good for you, Jay. All right, we're hey Donna, get out of here. I was looking yeah, for the, I was looking for the banjo. Hold on. Uh, okay, I get your point. All right. Uh, yeah, I grew up close to West Virginia. Not in West Virginia. All right, Jay, you stay on hold. We'll get to you here in a moment, okay? All right. So he's on hold, Steve. Are you ready for your Corey Feldman fifty <laughs> wow. first birthday trivia spectacular questions? I am. All right. Here we go. Was Corey Feldman in Goonies, Gremlins, or both? He was in Goonies. Name one of the movies Corey Feldman appeared in with the other Corey, Corey Haim. Lost Boys. One in four chance. Which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle did he voice in the live-action movie? I'm going to say Donatello. Okay. Oh, right. You know what? You you played the game, Steve. You played the game. Now, I believe this is the part of the game, Steve, where I asked Jay if he wants to change one of your answers. Is that correct? Yes, we can bring Jay in now. Jay, you heard those. Uh, Any that jump out that you feel like you need to offer correction on? What was the first question again? Was he in Goonies, Gremlins, or both? Steve, what was your answer? I said Goonies. You said Goonies. Was he in Mm -hmm. both of those? Okay. I'm confident on Goonies. I don't know about the Gremlins one. You know, I wonder. Let's switch it. Let's go to both. And I have a feeling he had like a bit role, maybe a passing role. Let's go both on that one, okay? All right. 
All right. All right. You go to the other answers. Okay, we'll stick with the other ones. Let's read. Okay. All right, Donna. Jay's back on hold. Jay's listening. All right. uh, College of Pop Culture. Uh, We are doing Corey Feldman's 51st birthday. Corey Feldman's 51st birthday. Donna, are you ready to answer three questions about Corey Feldman's 51st birthday? Okay, yeah. All right. Here we go. Was Corey Feldman in Goonies, Gremlins, or both? Both. Name one of the movies he appeared in with the other Corey, Corey Haim. Um, Corey and Corey hit the road. One in four chance. Which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle did he voice in the live action movie? Raphael. All right. Nailed it. Wow, Donna. (laughs) I think you might be right about Raphael. Oh, really? Okay, right, let's find out. All right. Uh, should we bring Jay back on the sure. line? Yeah, hey, Jay, come All on right, in. All right, Jay, come on in. We're going to read the answers and see who won today's College of Pop Culture. Uh, all right, so what's Corey Feldman and Goonies Gremlins are both? I'm here to tell you that Team Steve Patterson got it correct because he was in both. He was in Goonies Gremlins both those movies. All right, good. Yeah. I, I, I said both. Oh, yeah, and Donna. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, yes. Okay. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, Holly, Donna gets pretty. Um, not nice during this game. If she senses she could lose or something is not fair, I'm just giving you that as fair warning. Yeah, I, I, I duly noted. All right, feed me after midnight. Ah! Okay. <laughs> Name one of the movies that Corey Feldman appeared in with the other Corey, Corey Haim. Now Donna's answer was <laughs> Corey and Corey hit the road. Corey and Corey hit the road. <laughs> Classic. Steve said. The Lost Boys, which is correct. That's such a great movie. They also appeared in Dream a Little Dream and Licensed to Drive. So, Donna, you were not incorrect, but you were in a car related film. All right. One in four chance, guys. Which Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle did Corey Feldman voice in the live action movie? Donna said Raphael. I said Donatello here. I feel like. Raphael's voice was a little, he was like, I'll mess you up. Like, I, I can hurt you. Oh. He was sort of the meanest of the bunch. Raphael was rude. Yeah. It, <laughs> Let us you. recall. Right there okay. in the uh, but I'm here to tell you the answer is Donatello. Yes. Oh, my Whoa, gosh. Oh, you guys won. That means. Wow. Eat it, Donna. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Team Steve won. And you Jay. And Jay. Woo. Jay, All right, what, nice job. Hey, what do you want to say? I've always been a supporter, yeah. I've always been a supporter. Listen, bro, we're we're boys, man. Next, next time I see you, we're going to do a chest bump sticky. That's when you do a chest bump, and then you hold it. In 90-degree oh, yeah. heat. Yeah, I'll see you at the fair. I'll see you <laughs> at right. the fair. We'll play the rack. Hold the line, Jay. I'm going to get your info. Will do. Bye, Jay. Oh, wow. man. Corey and Corey, how could you not think of a... that? I were, love the Lost Boys. I can't believe it. That timer really scares me. Scary. Oh, Donna. So scary. And plus, you've got you. We're we're getting show photos today, guys. And I'm crabby. Donna's crabby, largely because of the show photos. I don't like when people make me take pictures or videos. It yeah. It it just sets me off. It does. It's funny because you'll say we should do this video. We should record, and if we should record commercial breaks, we should do this bit. If it's my idea, if it's your idea, you feel good about it. Yep. This is like you with TV shows too. Mm-hmm. If it's your idea, you're like yes. But if someone offers you a suggestion, rarely do you give it a good. I'll shape. give it a uh, I check it out. I dabble, and then I decide that's not for me. Just like <laughs> pictures today. So why are you so upset about pictures today? What's going on? I just do you don't... want me to do your hair? No. Do you want me to do your makeup? <laughs> 
Definitely not. We could both go heavy rouge on our cheeks, maybe? Rouge. Okay. That's all right, Steve. Well, it'll get figured out. I'll hate him, and then I'll just well, won't look at him. Like I do have... when I, we walk down the hall, all of our photos are out there, yes. like ginormous versions of them, and I just go, like, just cover your eyes. yeah, I put blinders on the side, and I go, I can't see you, I can't see you, I can't see you. You know they're going to make us do weird poses, like with the arms crossed. I know, over your shoulders, sitting on sitting on a stool. They're going to have your your <laughs> forearm, the meat of your forearm is going to rest on my shoulder at some point today, I promise you. <laughs> Remember, lean forward. All right. Is that what they say? Lean Neck forward. Out. Lean forward. Energy. Oh, yeah. Energy. Give it. Give it. Oh, oh yeah. Holly, you went through pictures a few yeah. weeks ago, right? Hers came out good. Yes. Oh. I haven't seen any of my pictures. They I, and Hannah posted some. Oh, while like you were posing behind the scenes. Yes, yeah. I'm okay with the behind the scenes stuff. I just don't want the actual picture. Like I said, I've worked with a photographer before who said who used to take photos of radio the worst. TV people, and yeah. he just said, "Boy, these radio people, you will see the the weirdest, most difficult side of them when a camera is involved." It's true. I, I don't it. deny it, and I thank you. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. My daughter is 11 and just set up an alarm clock across her room today. Smart girl. She has a loft bed. I said, Addie, how did it go? First day with the alarm clock. Because she said to me last night, can we make a rule where we're not allowed to get out of our uh, beds until 730? And some parents will do that, especially when the kids are a little younger. Like you're trying to train them into, we're going to go to bed at a certain time, wake up at a so certain time. So you can get some sleep. So you can get yeah. some sleep or some time where you can get ready before they get ready, whatever it might be. And I said, honey, I don't know that we're going to make that a rule for everybody, but I have good news for you. You can make it a rule for you starting now. And so if you don't want to wake up before 730 or you want to stay in bed till 730. So she sets an alarm clock up, has to get down from the loft, go across the room to her dresser get it off. And then it's like, well, that is how you don't snooze. That's one of the ways that you can become a morning person. They say, do not snooze. You just, that's the most difficult thing. I think that's the biggest barrier that stands between people having productive mornings is snoozing. Yep. If you can actually get up at the time that your clock is telling you to get up or with the agreement that you made with your phone the night before, you're already (laughs) winning. They also say be consistent with your sleep schedule if you want to learn to be a morning person. Don't sleep or sleep in or switch it up too much on the weekends. You don't want to be like waking up and it's 1045 and then you're expecting to get up at 6 or 630 come Monday. Take melatonin, but not right before bed. Oh. Try taking it a few hours before bed to tell your body it's time to start winding down. Oh, okay. Also, try the rise method. Um each letter stands for something. We kind of hit on these in some of what we're talking about, but like an acronym. Um, R, yeah, R is for refrain, refrain from hitting snooze. I is for increase physical activity in general. That can help to just naturally tire you up at the end of the day. S stands for shower or splash water on your face for the morning. It helps you wake up. Yep. And then E stands for exposure to light as soon as possible. They say one of the things you need to do: open the curtains. Turn lights on. As soon as you wake up, light tells your body it's time to be alert and active. And it happens slower if your place is too dim. Also, don't do all of this at once. Do it in stages. Okay. Those are good. I just helped people. Thank you. Ooh, maybe this can go in our public file. Have they done anything for the community lately? (laughs)
Have they? Have they, though? Have they, though? Anyway, if only we had the time. But we don't. When we come back, uh, we've got a little entertainment news. Uh, Bam Majera, or Majera. Okay, so you misspelled it, and then you just read. So it's Bam Margera. Oh, really? Oh, I'm just trying to help okay. you. Donna, try to wrap this. He went missing. I'll let you know what happened, uh, how that story ended. Also, Patricia Heaton is not so happy with Pixar. I think people are getting unnecessarily unhappy with Pixar. I'll tell you why she's unhappy. See right. if you agree or not, okay? okay. That's all coming up next on Donna and Steve's show. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, guys. You're listening to Donna and Steve. The experience on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Kind of crazy story. Bam Margera from Jackass fame. <laughs> Uh, was found by authorities yesterday. He was hiding out in a Florida hotel room after he fled a nearby rehab facility two days earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the thing, though. He was sober. Okay. He was cooperative okay. when he was picked up in Delray Beach by cops and a crisis in- intervention team. They took him back to the rehab facility located in the same city. Um, he had fled his court-ordered program oh, okay. on Monday after telling management he was unsatisfied with the restrictions at the center. Uh. Okay, I bet that's pretty common. I mean, the dissatisfaction. Sources said that this all stemmed from his lack of special celebrity treatment he was receiving compared to his previous stints in other rehabs. And while cops were searching for him, he was active on social media, posting a selfie with his wife and Machine Gun Kelly on the same day of his escape uh, from court ordered. Yeah, rehab. that's that's a really key part. Yes, exactly. Um, and then he uh, posted a picture on Tuesday uh, to Instagram of himself posing next to his new AA sponsor. And so when deputies arrived, they were informed that he had, you know, a, a judge's order for court ordered rehab. So that's why he got picked up. But yeah, so he just got up and left. And then I don't know if he became a missing person, but he was missing and people were concerned about him. You know, and if you recall, he did file a lawsuit against Johnny Knoxville, uh, Spike Jones paramount pictures because he was fired from the last film over drug use Hmm. the lawsuit actually settled in april so he's okay that's what's important yeah that's good and i'm happy to hear that he was found sober you know yeah 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 yeah. somebody's going through a battle like that bradley cooper was on the smartless podcast yes we talked about this oh yeah and how he attributed his sobriety to will arnett giving him like a talking to yeah of like hey how do you think you were at that dinner the other night Oh, the fun, funny, and he was like, "Dude, you were being a bleep hole." Yeah, and like, yeah. <laughs> it's just interesting to hear that. He was I mean, also on cocaine. Yes, you yes. know, and had issues. Yeah, there. he had. To, he was abusing drugs and alcohol, and um, I just never knew that Will Arnett had anything to do with it. And then Bradley Cooper pays it forward because years ago, when oh, Brad Pitt sure. won. Did he win an Oscar? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he won the Oscar, right? Um, in uh, what was it called? Uh, uh, born. Uh, 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 Stories born. No. Nope. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad Pitt won for, come on, Hollywood, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great movie. Yeah. And he attributed his sobriety to Bradley Cooper. So there you go. Yeah. So, paying it forward. Now, what's Patricia Heaton upset about? Okay, so see what you think about this. So she doesn't love the casting of Lightyear. 
to infinity and beyond. Mm. Um, she blasted the producers for not using Tim Allen to voice Buzz Lightyear. She said, you know, I saw the trailer and all I can say is Disney Pixar made a huge mistake in not casting her pal, Tim Allen, in the role that he originated, the role that he owns. She said, Tim is Buzz. Why would they completely castrate this iconic, beloved character? So, as we all know, Chris Evans is voicing Buzz in the new film. and But Tim played Buzz in all four of the Toy Story movies. So, the director, Angus McLean, defended the casting by telling The Hollywood Reporter that Buzz was a side character in Toy Story and was a little goofier and a little more of a like a comedic relief. Mm-hmm. So for Buzz to be a main character, he needed a little more, you know, a little more vulnerability. He needed to be funny, but not in a goofy way that would undercut the drama. And Chris embodied all of those things. So that's why they went with Chris. Twitter, Patricia Heaton is not alone. You know, Twitter... The angry side of Twitter. Is that redundant? Twitter is upset about it. And I think it's much to do about nothing.